You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman. A chance to dig in and dig deep and how to move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. I was speaking on a uh, Zoom the other night. And uh, it's always interesting because when you talk on the phone with somebody, especially as a coach, you learn over time. You pick up, you're able to pick up on cues. Sometimes it's a silence. Sometimes it's a, a frequency and energetic that you pick up on of, of something that maybe lands for somebody. Uh, you don't really truly know because they could be doing other things while you're talking to them. And sometimes I've, you know, I've, I've felt that, I've experienced that where people were multitasking. I've literally said, what, what, what else are you doing right now? And they're like, oh, I just had to do this. No, I need you to really focus. I need to really stay like with me. Let's stay together on this call. But it's so interesting, though, on a, on a Zoom to be able to pick up visual cues. Sometimes it's the people that are clearly disinterested or it's not resonating with. Sometimes they forget they're, they're on camera. <laughs> Some people don't even put on the camera. But I was speaking on this, uh, on this Zoom the other night. And I shared something that was a pretty deep truth for myself about what I believe uh, it is to be able to receive at the highest level, to receive in a place of what is my highest good. And I shared this idea and I literally saw people jump up like, oh, I got to, I got to grab the pen. Oh, I got to write this down kind of a thing. You know, really shock some people out of their seats. I can't see everybody. So. But I did notice like three or four people that were at least on my screen took notice. And then I checked the comments and people were writing it in the comments. And what did he say again? What was that? That was great. That was fire. What was that again? And so when I hear those types of things and I realize that something resonates so strongly and deeply, not just for myself, I know it's going to land for other people. But when I see that kind of reaction, I realize, you know what? I, I, need, I, need, this, I need to include this in my podcast because this is a great reference point and a great reflection back of what it means to be sustainable and consistent in, in the, in the inside game in order to achieve external results, because the two flow together, your inside game and your outside game are partners. They work together. They're inseparable. If your goal is to create sustainable lifetime results, they work in tandem, and they are constantly navigating and volleying back and forth, much like in a tennis match, volleying back and forth throughout the day. And when you understand that and you realize the value and how powerful that is and the growth that's available to you in that moment to be able to, to really honor that process and that system, then you get excited about it as it's going on. You're not just watching this volley. You're in it your life but there were these four components that i shared that i uh, that i feel really uh exemplify what it is to receive and to be in receivership of what it is that you're seeking to have more of in your life this is part of the that inside game outside game component 
of how they work together. And the first thing was clarity of vision. It's understanding what it is that you're looking to call into your life, what you're looking to request, what I like to say, more of into your life. I want more experiences. I want more opportunity to spend time with my family. It's this concept of more of. And the reason I use more of is because when people talk about something as if it doesn't already exist somewhere in their life, just the conversation that they're having with themselves and with other people is creating and, and, and highlighting a separation between where you are and what you want. And when you create the separation, you create an experience of lack. And when you create an experience of lack, you start to convince yourself that you have to get this thing in order to feel or live or be this way that you have in mind. And so you set up really, in essence, an all or nothing result. You're literally setting yourself up. Either you're going to get it and think you're a freaking hero, or you're going to miss and think you're the biggest piece of shit on the planet. But when you're focusing on a clarity of vision, what you're basically saying is, I'm going to go someplace that I've never gone before. I'm going to experience something at a higher level than I've ever experienced before. I'm going to get more of this. And because in the past I haven't had more of this, right? I don't know necessarily all the steps I'm going to need to take to get that. But I'm going to create a vision for myself to get more of what already exists inside of me. I'm going to create a vision. People can talk about, well, I want more money. I want more of this. I want more of that. Great. I believe it all comes down to what you want more of is more freedom. And freedom just covers a whole bunch of different territory through the different stories of, of, of your life of what you want more of. But the key is more of. So the clarity of the vision about where you're going is very, very important. And it is a living, breathing document. It's not set in stone because you may find as you move through time and space, that it shifts. But you needed to have a, a guidepost. You needed to have a, a lighthouse to be able to, to draw you in a certain direction and then to be able to say, well, you know, I need to course correct here. That's not exactly the complete vision. I want to add this or I want to subtract this. So it's kind of a living, breathing experience, document, whatever you want to call it, however you want to present it, whether you write it down somewhere however you ultimately want to express it. But the clarity of vision, the more you know, I always say to people, you wouldn't go up into a drive-thru and they ask you what you want for your order and you say, I don't know, some kind of hamburger. Like They're not there to like offer suggestions. The, here's the menu. What do you want? And then you're going to pull around the side and you're going to get it. Well, life's a little bit different, but you do want to place your order with the universe, with your God, with whoever is your higher source and co-creator. You do want to have a flight plan, knowing that you may need to change course, knowing that you may want to change course. But the clarity of vision is what pulls you forward 
forward, not backwards, where people fall off the wagon on their clarity of vision is they don't realize that what they're doing is they're acting from the mental and the emotional outbursts of their past and making decisions for their future based on the choices they made in the past. Well, gosh, that's never going to (laughs) work. That's never going to work. Clarity of vision is where you're going, not where you came from. So you're going to have to leave some of that behind. Because if you want more freedom, because you're free now, whether you see yourself or you imprison yourself, whole different story, but you want more freedom, you want more opportunity for yourself and for your family, you want more of something, you're going to have to leave something behind. And that something behind has got to be the past. Because if it would have worked already, it would have already become your vision. The second component is clarity of purpose. Your purpose, not somebody else's purpose, not doing something because somebody else thinks it's a great idea and you go, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, you're trying to please somebody. I've coached ridiculous numbers of couples where husbands and wives and all trying to like put themselves in a situation to please the other person. They're living their spouse's purpose, not their own. What is your purpose? What's the clarity of purpose in which you move forward with this vision? Why are you doing this? What does it speak to? What does it touch? For me, Clarity of purpose means that what I do must have heart. It must start with heart. If somebody calls me up and says, hey, I found a great way we could make a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, who are we helping? Where are we making a difference? See, a purpose-filled life, for me, the highest level is contribution. In what ways am I contributing to the the growth and upliftment of other people? Where I'm able to support myself, take care of my family, and lift other people higher. Model that. So why I'm doing something is going to be super important. Because if it doesn't speak to my heart, it will fade and disappear. And that's where a lot of times people go, God, I don't understand. I I I started this thing. I had high hopes for it. I was really excited about it, but and I found myself like changing my mind and then doing something else and doing something else. And I'm like, yeah, where's your heart in all of this? Well, it just seemed like a really smart opportunity and it seemed like a really strong business move and seemed like it really was fulfilling a need in the marketplace. And but yeah, but it's all, it's all about numbers and it's all about the math and it's all about how much money you can make. And it's not about how am I really lifting people up? I know so many people. And coach so many people through this pandemic period of time who left jobs because they realized that their job wasn't secure. And some of them actually were forced to leave their jobs. And other ones said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not staying here. If a virus can kill me in, in, in days or weeks, and I'm watching people I know die, and I'm watching what's happening to our, to our country, 
what am I, what do I do at work every day? Like, what is the purpose of what I do? How does it impact and improve the quality of life for somebody else? I've been phoning it in for God knows how long. I'm bored to tears. I'm going to go do something that I love and hopefully I'll make some money at it. And if I don't, screw it. I'll figure something else out. But you know what? I want greater purpose. I want a purpose-filled life. So knowing what it is that you're 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 doing and why you're doing it is so critical because that comes across in your story. It comes across in your energy. It comes in across in the frequency that you create when you are conveying what it is you're doing to another person. And they might not even understand what you're doing. But they go, wow, I want that. They want your energy. They want that high frequency. They want they want that exuberance and that excitement, that zest for life, that spark in your eyes that, that's jumping out at them. They want that. That's purpose. The third thing is consistency and faith. Faith and trust in yourself that you are on track, that you're not going to be deterred, that you're not going to allow other people's experiences of you impact the choices that you make. Somebody shared with me the other day. I feel like I'm on track. I feel like I'm doing something. And then I hear other people doing it differently. And I start judging myself, wondering if I'm doing it. You know, you have to have consistency of faith. What is your journey? What does your inside game look like? Separate and apart from somebody else. There's always going to be people who are going to disagree with you. There's always going to be people who think your idea is shit. There's always going to be people who are going to judge you. There just are. But the goal is, is when you have that vision, that sense of purpose, and you have that faith, you are not influenced by someone else's behavior or attitude towards you. You take what serves you, what lifts you up, what supports what you're doing. If somebody has something constructive to offer you and you're, and you're interested in hearing it and it resonates and you can course correct a little bit, massage a little bit and thank them and move forward. Fantastic. But if it's someone saying, I don't know why you're doing that. And they have a whole different take on it. And you go, I, I can't even relate to the, their take on it. But all of a sudden, it's making me second guess myself and what I'm doing. No. Your faith is everything. Your willingness to trust yourself, even though in the past you haven't necessarily done a great job of it. Most of us haven't. We have lost faith and trust in ourselves at different points in our lives. We have let ourselves down, disappointed ourselves. But if you have a clear vision for your future, not your past, and a clarity of purpose in the direction you want to go and why you're doing it, and you have that consistency of faith, then all of a sudden it doesn't matter what other people think. That you can say thank you. They offer their opinion without even asking you. Thank you. Or somebody says, hey, I, I, you know, I have some feedback for you if you're interested. Uh, you know, <coughs> I'm actually good right now. 
but I, you know, I appreciate that. And, and if that shifts and changes, I'll, I'll get back in touch with you around that. You can say no. <laughs> there are times when my wife and I are having a little disagreement of sorts and she'll see something that I'm doing or behaving and I'm pretty tuned into when I'm acting five and she'll say, are you open to feedback? And I'm like, not at this time. <laughs> I'm clearly working something out here. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for participating. I'll get back to you on it. And I want to go back and I want to hear feedback, but that's my wife. Randomly talking to different people. You don't necessarily have to hear everybody's feedback. Have you ever looked at the comments of anything that's ever been posted or videos or whatever? And it's like, it could be beautiful and heartfelt. It could be all these things and wonderful and it could really touch you. And then you read below and it's like people saying the nastiest, most hurtful, vile things. I don't even read that stuff. Like, it's just, I don't even do it anymore. Because I just scratch my head. I go, man, where must they be if they're taking a shot at this person like that? Where must they be in consciousness? Send them light, bless and release. Not going to let them pull me. Not going to lose my consistency of faith. And then the fourth thing is having really an ongoing depth of gratitude of sheer gratitude for the fact that you're listening to this, the fact that you're breathing the absolute basics that you're here on the planet, that you're, that you, you have the opportunity to change and shift and do whatever you want at any given point in time. And that this idea of, of gratitude for each and everything that's available to you, that you experience in your life, that you've had in your life, that the closer you hold on to that, the deeper you're willing to go within that, it can't help but keep you in the present moment so that you don't lose sight of your vision, you don't lose sight of your purpose, you don't lose sight of your faith. That you're able to be grateful for all of it, even the sucky parts. Sometimes in the process of of Working one's inside game, I tell people, I said, write down one or two things every day that you're grateful for, that when they happen, the situation, the circumstance that took place, you were anything but grateful. You might have been angry. You might have been miserable. You might have been frustrated. You might have screamed and yelled. You might have acted inappropriately. But because you're ultimately willing to look at yourself and keep consistent with your inside game, you were able to see, well, what is the projection? What is being reflected back to me through my reaction? Where is the growth? Where is the healing that's available to me? And go, oh, man, I, you know, I am so grateful that that happened. I'm so grateful. I've told the story in the past where I bumped into a guy I hadn't seen in a number of years, literally on a street corner. And I had met him through uh, an old girlfriend, very, very seriously, incredibly powerful, toxic relationship. And we just were catching up, like literally, like we were both about to cross and we just stopped. 
the light changed a half a dozen times. We're just catching up real quick, you know? And finally, there's like an awkward silence. And he just all of a sudden just, I don't know, I don't know, he's uncomfortable. I don't know what, but he just said, and he used the gal's name. He goes, it must be, uh, you must really regret having dated her. And I go, oh man, not at all. Now, he kind of had this real quizzical look on his face because he remembered it was some crazy ass shit that took place. <laughs> and here I am. I said, no, no, you understand. I said, I, and I pointed across the street because you could see our townhouse from where we were standing. And I said, you see that air conditioner over there across the street and that white two story? He goes, yeah, I go, that's where I lived. I said, in that house, it's my wife. In that house are my two daughters. In, my, in that house is my life. Everything that I've gone through, everything that I've been through, whether I've loved it, hated it at the time, I'm grateful for all of it because it challenged me to be a better person. It challenged me to be a better man. It challenged me to be more available, challenged me to heal myself so that I could prepare myself to now be in this relationship with my wife and have this beautiful family. So honestly, I'm grateful for her. He goes, oh, wow, it's an interesting perspective. <laughs> That's the only perspective. That's the depth of gratitude. So what is in my highest good? What is in your highest good? I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that I put myself in a position to receive whatever I want more of because of that clarity of vision, because of that clarity of purpose, because of that consistency of faith, and because of the depth of gratitude. And unto themselves, all four of those things I'm in receivership of right now. The beauty of all four of those elements. I'm in receivership now. And when we take the time and think about it, I think you'll agree that you're there too. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. So if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing, I would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game. Any comments, reviews, suggestions, all are welcomed and appreciated. Tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing, at least somewhere. (laughs) And if I'm missing the mark, don't hold back. I want to hear that too. So until next time, don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.